0: What's up, man? I, I don't even know if I can talk or not. I got to try to talk, Good but to the go. mic's muted. So it's Good like, to go. Oh, Eli is like the passive aggressive dude. So if he <laughs> wants to make his dominance known, he doesn't, he doesn't like challenge me to a joust. He just um, doesn't unmute my mic until like right. he talks first. That's what happens He's when you put the passive shit. aggressive guy in front and charge of the buttons and here. Speaking of jousting, I was yeah. at the Renaissance Festival this weekend. How was that? Like it was 30 years ago. It's fun, man. It's cool. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. It yeah. was, all, I mean, it was fun. Cause like we went with family, we took cash and, and Chloe there and um went with Kate's family and no, it was cool, man. It's cool to like, let the kids kind of see some of the gypsies creep cash out. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> like out. it's interesting. Like kids intuition. Oh yeah. If that's what it's called. Right. Because yeah, they're good like, at some it. things he's like happy and running around and like, Some like Gypsy, like, weighs jewelry in his face, and he just gives him, like, this look. (laughs) That's so funny, dude. Smart, man. Smart kid. It was fun, man. Had a good time. Yeah, Um, good. Hence my jousting uh, jousting reference. (laughs) I'm not that creative. My lord. I just, oh, dude. (laughs) They say that stuff. Like, you're buying something? Like, I'll buy a drink. Like, oh, what would you like, my lord? Dude, just give me the fucking drink.
1: See, now the one guy. They have to be in character. The one guy that does just give you the drink, and he goes, no problem, bro. You're like, like, hey, dude, I paid, like, 20 bucks to get in here. (laughs) What's
0: up, man? Yeah. what's up?" Look at my jewelry, man. I'm a, I'm a lord, funny. right? Like knuckleheads. But it was fun, man. It was a good time and just talking trash. Always. Fun Always. one today, man. We're going to be talking about. Yeah, start a fucking podcast. Yeah, is that what we're gonna title it? Or is that I don't know if that's we'll YouTube have a more creative or, t- we'll have
1: a more creative title. But you,
0: we you you'll have a more. But more
1: essentially, fun. yeah, yeah.
0: So we want to talk to you guys today, you entrepreneurs, whether you're you real estate or doing other stuff. I know we have a, a pretty large real estate following because yep, we do mm-hmm. real estate. By the way, we're gonna I'm just gonna plant the seed now to give Eli more homework. We are <laughs> gonna be starting a real estate podcast. That's. Real estate specific that literally covers everything we do. We've been doing it on YouTube. I know a lot of folks love podcasts, real estate podcasts, uh, get listened to a lot. You know, folks have good content out there. We're just going to jump in that mix. And we always have a lot to say and we're trying to figure out like Mm -hmm. what platform to put it on and how we do it and whatnot. But it's like, man, we're already talking a lot about it. We thought about doing it on this podcast once a month, but man, it wouldn't even come close to like actually covering everything we would want to talk about. And then some Agreed. of the real estate guests that we would have on. So we're going to be building a real estate specific podcast. There will still be a ton of nuggets in there if you're not real estate mm-hmm. on how we've built our back ends and our systems and processes and how we've scaled our brand that yes, it would still be beneficial for you guys if you're trying to learn social media and YouTube and relationships and leadership. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a ton on there. But yes, it will be specifically in the category of real estate, but we'll be marketing it here so you guys know where to find it if that's for you. But today, let's talk about you know, when people ask, like, hey, do you guys optimize your channel? Like, we don't have any sponsorships, mm-hmm, right? Like we mm-hmm. don't. Um, and it's not that we haven't been offered sponsorships. Like our, our podcast is significant now. And, and uh, we're proud of where, where it is as far as like views mm-hmm. and things like that. And cool. And hey, shout out to Annie Frisella and Sal Frisella. You know, like you and I jumped up like. 400% after being on that podcast. Man, I think we went to like 30,000 views or downloads. Well, that's a good
1: topic of conversation for later too. We're going to get yeah. into that,
0: right? Now, I want to keep this to like 30 45 minutes, you know, or 30 minutes so we're not taking too much of you guys' time, but or our time. It's probably more our time. We got, we got clients to go help and shit. I'm done to be nice. We, we got shit to do, everybody. Yeah, someone
1: listening is like mowing the Look, lawn right now. Like Yeah,
0: like, what are you talking yeah. about, bro? Hey, if you're mowing the lawn, mow my lawn. I need to be mowed. <laughs> Digressing. Listen, I'm just in a great mood today, and, and um, it's been a little while since we've done our own uh, our own without a guest, but we want to talk about, like, yes, we have optimized our, our podcast. Monetized. Excuse me. Monetized yep. our podcast, and let's kind of dive into just some context on how it all started, where the idea mm-hmm. came from. And then um, what do we mean by, God, like, oh, you guys haven't monetized, like you don't have sponsorships, you don't have like we're going to explain it, and it's the same way you should be doing yours, and it's just the way you've got to see business and relationships, and you've just got to see things from different, mm-hmm. different angles, and, and actually how one thing feeds another and how you scale your business. Mm-hmm. But context, Eli, letting you speak, why don't you start us off, man, with like, where the idea came about, where we started it where we kind of first got that vision.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say, man, I've always been in a podcast, right? Um, always been into podcast in the sense of like is the
0: camera on you. It is on me. Oh, sorry. Yep. I and know all my here. buttons
1: are down here and it's all like low Eli's key. I got
0: this like low key <laughs> shelf below the desk. So it like uh-huh. always playing below the desk and it's super distracting.
1: <laughs> so always love podcast. Always wanted a podcast, but had to help the respect for him in the sense of like, first of all, self-awareness, I know I'm not going to carry a podcast solo for an hour, right? No desire to either. Even though, like, I just don't, I that's, appreciate that's saying not how that, I roll.
0: Because we have some close friends, and Noah's like, oh, Eli's brilliant. Eli, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was like, oh, man, like, yeah, just, just got great questions. And someone's like, hey, like, oh, you should let him talk more. Like, dude, you should have more context on the relationship. Like, if you guys only knew how much Eli doesn't want to fucking carry it. Yeah, don't, no. But, dude. And and they don't mean any harm by it. And I'm i mm-hmm. I'm obviously yeah. just I'm I'm like beefing up my jokes right now just to be funny. I'm not cussing my friends out. Nobody means but it's funny when people tell me like, oh man, just brilliant, super sharp guy. It's like, hey, uh, you know who else is brilliant? <laughs> the fucking guy who's given all the ideas and vision to like putting everything in Eli's car to do in the first place they only say
1: something because you already have the spotlight but
0: dude it pisses me off so what they're doing they're just they're throwing a little
1: spotlight my way that's all
0: and it's cool because it's warranted but like (laughs) dude it's so like it's I'm being funny it's not bothersome but it's like so ironic and like every once in a while there's a couple guys we have around us that are I super (laughs) respect shout
1: out to you guys and I don't
0: and I don't hear it and it's like hey do they think because like I'm in the spotlight so much or that you know, like, because of my personality, maybe they think I'm, like, overly confident or something. That they like, think you get it enough, yeah. I'm a word of affirmation guy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also, like, weird because it's, like, a thousand people could say something to me and it wouldn't matter. Mm. But there's a couple people that I really respect, like, when they say something to me, no, man, it matters. Like, for example, mm. when you and I were talking and you were like, dude, I would listen to your podcast mm-hmm. if I, even if I wasn't on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
0: was just a huge compliment from mm-hmm. you, you know? But it's like, yeah, I, mean, I always hear because people like when they get around, it's like, oh man, Eli's, Eli's a brilliant. <laughs> oh man, like you, you know, like oh, you let him talk more, like oh, you let him. It's like, dude, he doesn't want to.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't. And here's the thing that also came with a lot of years of trying shit and learning myself. If podcasts were what Eli they Eli ran now,
0: his dick in the dirt for if, like ten years before Will. If met
1: podcasts him. were what they are now, when I was twenty, yeah, I probably would. <clears throat> and if we started one together, I probably would be like, "Hey, can I fucking talk more?" Yeah. Until I would talk more, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, this is hard." <laughs> so that game with like, man, 15 years of like trying to make video and do like fitness video and just realizing like, man, this is not
0: well. And you like, talk. You it, do talk more on like the podcast and like especially when yeah. we have a when we have a guest. I actually, man, I tone it down a lot and mm-hmm. let you converse with them. Um, but I think it's more so like when they just see our business because the close friends I'm talking about, like they just see more of us, and it's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eli has no ambition to go drive and network and do, like, what I do. He's really mm-hmm. good at what he does, and he, and he fucking loves it. And as much ego as people might think that I have, there is zero ego with you and I. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, nope, that's your lane. And, you, and for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, that's yours. And we help each other out because we both can do each mm-hmm. other's lane, and we contribute to it. But, yeah, digressing, man. It's just like, <laughs> dude, certain guys, and I think they, like, do it just to beat me up and – on purpose. Man. Yeah, they it's do. Like, yeah, they do. Oh, percent they do. It's everybody just using like these super heavy words. So like, so that being said, yes, um San Francisco.
1: That being said, well, prior to that, man, the fucking week we started working together in and I was just getting around Will a little bit. I'm like, ah, here it is. This the fucking, this dude needs a podcast. I can figure out how to run a podcast and put it together like we got to do this right
0: yeah we didn't actually do it until like two years later but uh -uh.
1: yeah 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 we kind of waited until we really had some stuff to say and i remember we had talked about it early on i had mentioned man you need a podcast you know and then it was kind of a a comment of just something like yep hey let's do some shit let's get some shit to talk about
0: yeah remember you bringing it up
1: and then and then we'll get it rolling i just remember
0: you kind of elaborating and i was like hey man Let's just keep diving into what we're yep. doing. We'll have material. We'll have content to talk about. But I don't, you know, one thing that I didn't want to do is, like, I didn't want to be super guest heavy where yep. we're reliant on a guest to have content because now we're a commodity. Because mm-hmm. then people are only listening because you have a so, such and such guests. But they can find those guests everywhere, especially when you're, when you're up and coming. Like, who are you going to get? That just is only on your, like, it's just not going to mm-hmm. happen, right? So, mm-hmm. And I just felt like, man, like, let's, you know, I think that's the Marine Corps in me. Because, like, whether you wear a certain rank or not, you're respected amongst your peers and your subordinates by if you're actually a good dude and you know your shit. So, Mm -hmm. for me, it was like, man, I wanted no conversation about anything running my mouth to anybody outside of you and I and our team until we were successful. And, you know, we hit top 1% worldwide Mm -hmm. for our team for uh, Berkshire Hathaway and Mm -hmm. and crushed that. And I think that's when, like, I I got more open-minded to, like, hey, man, top 1% you know, in the world for Berkshire, like respectable. Yeah. It's not the best in the world. Like there's other guys doing more, um, but it was respectable to like, Hey man, not only did we hit that, we hit that in a year. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, cool. We're on to some cool things. And I was a little bit more open-minded to like bring a little bit, you know, a couple more people to the team and yeah, Hey, maybe it would be okay to to have a conversation or start speaking on some stuff because we have some things where it's like, Hey, with integrity, this is what we're doing. And we have real evidence that it's Dude, working.
1: And that's and that's honestly the right way to do it. Like, I can't remember who it was, whether it's Lewis House or it was somebody. Um, might have been Gary Vee. One of those guys. Um, basically stated, hey, if people aren't listening, if you're having to try to get people to listen to you, yeah. if people aren't listening to you, you haven't done enough. Like, when you go out and you do and you accomplish enough things, you're not going to have to beg people to listen to you. You're
0: also not going to have to scratch for content. Right, right. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We could talk all day about real estate or business or brand building or influence or leadership. Mm-hmm. Cause man, I've been exposed to amazing leadership, you know, for the past 16 to 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it was, you know, military to government work to police work, man, I've been blessed with a lot of great, you know, people that have been around us and that poured into me, mm-hmm. which I felt made me a respectable leader. And then years of, of being in that full time gave context. And then yeah. that translated into like, let's build a business. I, I correlated all the leadership skills here into our team, our team crushed. So it's like, it's not hard to find topics of discussion when you fucking bleed this. When you're com-
1: and when you're accomplishing things and yeah. you're really finding success in what it is that you do. So what finally like tipped the scale for us to take action move forward, and actually start it, mm-hmm. we'd gotten invited over to Greg McDaniels podcast, uh, real estate uncensored, which I'd been listening to since even prior to being a real estate agent. So that was a big deal. Yeah. Cause I like that dude.
0: Um, yeah, we had I, a, a guy in our network on our yep, team.
1: He made an intro, he made an intro. And um, but there are a couple guys in real estate specifically. Um, well, we were
0: going to be on zoom, right? That's, that's yeah, typically yep, a yep, zoom yep. one, but I was the guy, I was the one that was like, Hey, let's go out in person. Right. And like, Hey, someone could see that in, as a, as a waste of time. And and maybe so maybe for you, for me, it's not. Cause I like to just in, like absorb myself into an environment and I wanted to see, because we had kind of mentioned our own podcast before, mm-hmm. like we've mentioned, but then, hey, now we're okay. This is our first time going on a podcast. It's a pretty large podcast for the real estate world, and I'm like, when I'm in, when I absorb myself into a into an environment, my perception, my lens, everything changes, mm-hmm. right? Like, no smoke and mirrors. no like, hey, this was a this is a respectable podcast. I want to go see what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. well, right. and
1: why that also ended up being very beneficial was because when we went out to see him, like, he didn't have a studio. He does podcasts out of his house. This and then is, we so this in. is what I'm
0: talking about. Yes. When you Zoom, you only see so much. But I'm like, I want, hey, this is a respectable podcast. Yeah. I want to meet the people doing it. I want to see the environment. I want to see how well mm-hmm. they hold content. Like, I was there to do what we would call in the Marine Corps reconnaissance. Recon, Eli. Yeah, we, were, yeah. we were on a recon mission. Yeah. High on ecstasy. We'll talk about <laughs> that in a minute. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. forgot about, can't, that. <laughs> not about that. can not talk about that. Eli forced drugs at my throat and laughed at me. But I wanted to get out there and do some recon on these guys. and Because it's like, hey, this is a respectable podcast. Yeah. Which means they're doing something right. I want to mm-hmm. see. We go out there. Great time. Greg's a great dude. Real estate uncensored, great podcast. But like, yeah, no studio, no anything. They were running it off their laptops and had microphones.
1: Well, here, here's why that was important. They didn't have they didn't have any extra shit for us. No, he was like, yeah, if you guys want to come, but you got to bring your own gear. Yep, and we are like oh shit okay yep. so you know we didn't have the mics that we have now but it was like okay you know let's you figure out up. what this is so we go there and we took a bunch of shit half of it didn't even work when Not we got we, there Eli. Yeah. <laughs> half of Eli
0: is just that serial entrepreneur that's like he was in a band I know, a you, I know how to
1: I know how use Google that's it that's, yeah that's but the you also trick.
0: understand like audio and stuff from being in a band a, l- a
1: little bit but it, even it like just figuring out hey Google how to do a podcast you know? You,
0: here's the thing I'm trying to give you credit but because all of my <laughs> close friends already give you so much credit you won't even take it from me. Which so is fuck why you, they give it. Which is why they gave it. It's all, it's all a trap. <laughs> it's all a trap. Remember that game, Mousetrap? Yeah. Yeah, only you die at the end of this yeah. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, hey, Cook that, cook but that rat. But
1: people are going to be saying, I'm great. Oh, Eli, he was just fantastic. I I You're going to get
0: some love mail now because I know. Will's going to kill you. I know.
1: Uh But essentially what that did, man, I remember after that and we were like, hey, that was easy. These guys did
0: it. <laughs> we well, can we, do that. Well, and half of us like hooking it up was like you helped them figure out how to add us to the podcast in person. Yeah, yep. And yep, we did yep. it in in uh, like the back half of a lobby at the hotel we we're staying in <laughs> San Francisco, and it was fun because you know Fat was still on board back then, yep. and he was our and video videographer yep. and doing stuff, and and um, you know we had been grinding, dude. So it was fun mm-hmm. to just get out for a couple of days and kind of decompress. Like we all, you know, we just had babies. We've been grinding our business. It was cool to go for two days and just see San Francisco, but then just get eyes on this. Like, oh man, you guys are awesome dudes, but this ain't rocket science. Like mm-hmm. not only do I think we could do it, I think we could do it better. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, that's and our I, like, demeanor on camera was real good and stuff, yeah, you know, but
0: I just seen their setup. It was like, man, I think we like, once you saw it's like, okay, now I've got some perspective on like how mm-hmm. this actually goes down. Cause if all you're doing is watching Joe Rogan, you're like, I don't fucking know like what kind of studio that is. And it's, we start di- diving into Joe Rogan's. He's like, yeah, Uh, Until, like, two years ago, I had it in my basement.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just
0: built out a little thing in his basement. like Mm -hmm. Cool. And so so it it gave me some context and some vision, you know, on how to do it. And, yes, Eli gave me ecstasy (laughs) while we were there. I did. Very interesting.
1: I did. Yeah, it was like, man, very rarely do we get opportunities to – Socialize, and not only do we not Eli get, we is don't a take opportunities trug connoisseur. No, no, like <laughs> no.
0: just exploration of it. I, I like exploring. Yeah, That's I like I mean. exploring. I'm not yeah, you a loser. Yeah,
1: a kind conno- of, but a connoisseur would be. I wouldn't give myself the credit to call oh. myself a connoisseur. <laughs> not, not, of course n- not. not you know n- why?
0: <laughs> because you're so brilliant and everything yeah, else so that my humble. friends call you. Yeah. You would not. You would not, eat <laughs> pretentious fuck. God, people don't even know. He eats pears. Listen to me. Eli uh, eats pears. If you don't think that's Pears are the not, greatest fruit. If you don't think that's not pretentious... It's like, like a juicier,
1: softer apple. Who would not eat a pear? That's
0: exactly what I'm talking
1: about. The next time we are at the store... Grab no. a damn pair. What happened? Problem is, they're hardly... Never mind. I'm going <laughs> on a fucking pair <laughs> rant right, right now.
0: So we... But you like uh, the exploration and the education behind narcotics and stuff. And I'm not against it, man. Like, but just being in the military and government mm-hmm. work and police work, like, you know, especially police work, the drugs you see, man, are, are, are heroin and crack yeah. and, you know, marijuana. But it just not from a good realm because anybody getting in trouble with those drugs, man, they're addicts. And I'm not saying it's their fault that they're an addict. Like, I know we can dive in psychologically to... Well, you made the decision to take drugs so it's your fault you're an addict. Like, you know, like it's very easy to say that, mm-hmm. but a lot of addicts don't like that they're an addict, but they get caught up in it, man. And when you see it from from a cop's lens, man, it it, it pains you to see people in certain mm-hmm. circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we'll go down that road another day if it's ever, you know, valuable content, but the bottom line is that was my lens. Yep. So, yep. when I get out of this world, you know, of, of when I get out of the military stuff and government and police world you know i get into to the other world it's like recreational use of things wasn't even in in my in my realm yeah you know yeah, so like when you started yeah. talking about how you use marijuana and, and cbd and different things uh-huh. and you talked about your experience with ecstasy before it's like oh man that's like super cool and um you know i'm open-minded man and like you know you kind of spoke about it and i'm like dude am i gonna be talking to myself <laughs> and like doing weird shit and you're like no dude you're just gonna be super happy and you know you'll kind of uh be you know be a little bit lower on the dopamine the next day but yeah, all good yeah. and um
1: it was a good little like intro to. I just like. I just
0: remember like you gave no. First of all, you did something super wrong in my opinion. What's that? You talked me into it. So okay. okay, fine. So you and I and Fat were in the room. You know, I can't remember if Fat took it or not. He can speak for himself since he's yeah. not here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Fat. <laughs> and, um, but I remember like right when we were like taking the pill, like yep. drinking it. Right when I swallowed it, you hadn't taken your pill yet. And you just fucking laughed at me, and you were like, "Buckle up, or some <laughs> shit." And I was like, "Dude, see you later, or something like that." No, yeah, yeah something like see that. You on the other side, and I was just yeah. like, "Dude, shut up." And then I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm like, dude, I'm probably that guy. That doesn't feel it." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, "Nope, don't feel it. Don't feel it. Like nothing, nothing, right?" And I'm like, "Hey, do I feel it? Feel hey, like Do I feel it? And you're like, dude, you know? and I'm like, no, man, it ain't gonna happen. Like, maybe I'm just a guy that, like doesn't respond to it." And I remember like I had to take a take a deuce. So I go to the restroom. And I'm like hanging out, you know, like, uh, you know, and then like grab my phone, and I look at my phone, and like I can't remember whose text message I was reading, but it was like laser, dude! <laughs> it was like sticking out of my phone, and I was like, I feel it, it's here. He
1: call it 4D. Or and I was something? like, oh, I feel yeah.
0: good, and like I just remember like, man, like I felt like strong and like happy and i remember like i was walking out of the hotel bathroom remember and i like i accidentally ran my shoulder into the wall a little bit and i was like oh hell yeah (laughs) i was like boom i was like dude i could like i could remodel this place i could take this wall down but i wasn't like angry no no it just like man like I probably could have knocked my shoulder you, out, dude. No, you that wall would've
1: gone before your shoulder broke. <laughs> like, but it was your funny. Your shoulder and, would have been fine. And
0: and so we just stayed in the room the entire we were responsible adults. We didn't go to raves. We didn't go anywhere. Not that that's irresponsible, but I'd never taken it before. And was like, man, I'm not I'm not down for that. So we um No, we just stayed in the hotel room the entire time and like just talked, hung out. set a bunch of nice I remember I remember I had that hotel blanket on me. Yeah. And I felt like I was stuck in. You know those super
1: though. fuzzy b- blankets that they'll have not no, on it the wasn't bed. Fu- yeah, it was like heavy in the random closet in yeah. a hotel. They'll have like oh, the the heavy blanket that yeah. goes in there. Yeah, Will was wearing that like uh, dude,
0: it was cape awesome. all night. Yeah, but it felt like oh man, it just felt amazing. And I yeah. remember like I had to go to the bathroom again, so I like I laid it on you. And you were like, oh man, you've been feeling this the whole time. Like, I remember it that. It was Like
1: three hours, you had that on. And then I had, it, I was like, oh my god, dude, it was yeah, amazing. But it was, it was yeah. cool,
0: man. Be, you know, and I'll be honest with you, man. Like I don't get peer pressured for anything, but I wanted to like explore your world. You know, uh-huh, like you were, uh-huh. you were a really close friend for me. Like now we're even closer, right? But like, mm. you know, you were a really close friend of me, dude. We were, ha- we just had babies literally at the same time. We're growing this business together, and like, it
1: was our first like trip out of state
0: right and yeah. like you you used narcotics before but you were so into like the expanding your mind and, and mm-hmm. just certain epiphanies you get with it it was never like yeah i'm just going to party and get fucked up Mm-mm. it was never that not that you can't use it for that i'm sure you can but yours was always from like a uh productive standpoint and like man that just threw a curveball at me mm-hmm. but the reason why i was okay with it was it was like man like you believe in me so much and like what we're doing and you're kind of like accepting some of my leadership attributes and style of like how to run a team. And you're kind of like trusting Mm. me. It's like, man, I just wanted to like pay that forward to Mm. you. And like, man, like just try what the guy does, you know? And it's not not like you do it every day, but it was like, man, like I just want to, Hey man, just try it out. Like just go to his world a little bit and just, man, have a little bit of fun. Well,
1: that was huge student. And for me with that drug in particular, man, it's like, there's three people in my life I've ever wanted to do that with. And that was my wife, my friend Michael from back in the day Fuck and you, then, Mike. and then you, yeah. like a and I'm like, Oh man, I, and for me it's like selfishly, like I just, man, I just wanted to connect with you on that different level that other yeah. people just, and there is just a different level of connection yeah. when you do that with somebody and you spend a night with somebody and,
0: but you don't know what you don't know. Like right? when it's coming from my lens, like I didn't know.
1: No, that was a complete leap of faith.
0: Yeah, well, I tr- I trusted it because I trusted you, and it's like, hey, man, we're not going anywhere. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. partying all night and then getting and then drowning myself in water or something weird. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. no, dude, like we took a and we didn't take a huge, a big dose or anything like that. Like, no, it was one
1: pill, and you're yeah, 270
0: pounds at the time. Yeah, it was 274. Yeah, yeah. one pill. Like it, it was, but it was enough to like just just and have some fun with mm-hmm. it. And um, mm-hmm. no, but it was cool, man. Like we bonded, and it was more about just again wanting to kind of explore your world and. You know, back to podcasting. Right?
1: Like, <laughs> I think we actually talked about the story on our very first podcast. I think we
0: might have, and
1: I'm like, oh wow, first podcast. We're talking about Eli doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, right? well, it is
0: fun, but it is okay to like talk about some things recreation. I wish more people would
1: talk about it because honestly, dude, when you here's the thing: when you get into this world and you start kind of like talking to other some very, very, very successful people, some of oh, the yeah. most successful people are like,
0: oh man. Yeah, they're all about we it. And it's him. like
1: it's this underground world and where we know them, hundred percent. Some of them that yeah. we know, and uh-huh. like uh,
0: I think it was Grant Cardone or somebody was like, "Yeah, uh, there's a guy who's won. He's a quarterback and he's won multiple Super Bowls." Told me about his mushroom trip on the beach after the yep, Super Bowl. Yep, yep. And he's like, "I won't tell you who I was." Like, well, fucking air it down. Who's got multiple Super Bowls? And Brady. you start thinking, Tom Brady, dude. Oh, him all day. Oh him man, all day. right? But he's yeah. like, but he wears like the nice polos, and he's got the family you'd uh-huh. never expect it. But maybe he uses it in a productive. He yeah, some
1: life changing experience on the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. man.
0: You know, so kind of getting and we'll get into diesel day because then I drug you to my world. And, well, <laughs> that, that's not my world. That's Brian Shantosh's world. It's your world. I come from, no, I'm not an endurance athlete. I'm not a 24-hour. Not the
1: endurance you know. side, but that mindset.
0: Well, it hadn't been my world for a long time. And it's still not my world. I did one event, right, and it was 24 hours and it was awesome. And, and Brian Shantosh throws, throws such a good event for that. But I wanted to, like, just go revisit some of that mm-hmm. for myself, man, because I felt like I needed to make some improvements. I needed to feel it. So I drug you into that. So mm-hmm. that was like your camaraderie with me. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to go do this 24-hour physical endurement challenge. Like, uh, uh-huh. Right? Yep. But, you, man, and you, and you crushed. And that was a great experience. But a lot of this, man, like a lot of like the just going to that podcast and experiencing like that environment to see what was possible, mm-hmm. having an experience with you, man, that's such a win-win, right? And then mm-hmm. so we get home and it's like, cool, well. Let's start figuring this out. Like, yeah, you know what? I think we do have content. And, hey, do we have guests? We now have guests. And I was like, no, man, I want to go, like, the first year or first couple months of, like, no guests. Because if we have a guest, I want to be locked on. It's yep. got to be smooth. I don't want it to be how it was when we were on. I want it to be smooth. And it, was no, it wasn't McDaniel's fault. We came in person. That's not what they yeah, do. We, yeah, we they accommodated the us. Yeah. So it's not that they were unprepared. We yeah. changed it up on them. But we wanted to do uh, guests in person. So mm-hmm. we were just going to have to be prepared for that and— um. And I also want to make sure, like, hey, if someone's coming on, we're dialed in. Secondly, I want to make sure that we're holding our, our content and we're committed to this and we're doing it. And, you know, so, yeah, dude, you started Googling. Like, you, you saw Jocko's and Joe Rogan's and they have some some posts where, like, they show some of their gear and equipment. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. dude, you Googled it and you figured it the fuck out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was it. That was it. So, if you guys listening, we do have gear lists and stuff like that now because that was something that we – could not find that easily. So if you guys are listening and want to know our gear list, I've got lists already put together for you. So feel free to reach out for that.
0: Yeah. You um, know, and then so we started holding our own content and just kind of like, and I think like when you're first starting, man, you just got to find like, you know, what's your vibe? What's your flow? Like, what's mm-hmm. your show kind of stand for? And how do you want to run with it? And, and have some fun with that. And like, just started creating content. We're doing twice a week. And then our real estate company simultaneously was growing as our podcast was mm-hmm. growing just as rapid. Right. So we had to cut it down to like once a week and yeah, we'd miss, you know, every once in a while here and there, but you know, pretty, for the most part, these past couple of years, we've been pretty committed to it, you know, at least once a week.
1: One thing yeah. I want to point out, and this was when, yeah, I, I just really want to hone in on this because you and I were really good at speed, yep. right. From conception to physical product. Yep. You and I are very, very good at speed, but what we will not falter on is quality, but we also don't let it hold us up, right? Yeah. So for us, like, coming out of the gate, we knew from, like, how our podcast sounds right now, it's very professional, it's very crisp and clean. It's always been. That's how it sounded episode one. So for you guys listening, if you're thinking of starting a podcast, right? do not cut that corner first, but also don't let it hold you up.
0: No, just just put the coin in, sell some shit out of your basement or whatever, or figure it out, but just spend a couple hundred more bucks and just get the right stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, don't take an extra year saving money to do it, find the money. You no, can find the money. Sell it, some shit, do another deal, whatever you have to do. Yeah. Or like and man, the money we spent was a couple grand, right? If that. Like yeah, only bucks. honestly,
1: if you were doing audio only, only because we have cameras, because again, right. we wanted to do it right, in our opinion, out of the gate. Yep. But most podcasts don't have video.
0: So less than a thousand
1: most bucks. like Joe Rogan's though, like a lot of the top ones now do because yeah. of Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. but you still don't need that. Yeah. You know, so like you're, you're in this under a grand for for audio
0: yeah so but you're right man like the speed of like hey we made that decision and then we're committed so we figured out how to do mm-hmm, it and mm-hmm. then you know while you were figuring that out I was like cool like well what do I feel I should be speaking to and then mm-hmm. I started jotting down like the first 30 episodes of what we wanted to speak to and like something that we've always done yep it's long form content we're not trying to keep it to 20 minutes or or 15 and not mm-hmm. not not against people that do that but I think the reason why people listen to podcasts isn't just for the material or like your message it's to hear your thought process, Mm -hmm. to hear like conversation and thought development. And so when we would do our podcast, like, no, we don't have it all figured out. We have a topic, Mm -hmm. a discussion, and we would start discussing it and going back and forth. And then sometimes someone's mind would change or something else, some other thought or point to discuss came into fruition halfway through the podcast because talking about A, B, and C led to D, D led to this. And like, before you know it, there's just other topics that was like, man, I'm so glad we just sat down and spoke about it because these three points that came from that weren't even discussed yet. And they're better than the original topics, but you can't really get to those until you just sit down and break some bread and just let it, let it go. So we don't have any time limits or restrictions. Mm. We don't try to overly develop a message. You know, we have a couple bullet points that we want to discuss, as you guys can see, right? Like a couple bullet points that we want to discuss. And then sometimes certain bullet points don't get hit other ones do and it grows and but what we wanted to do was is like hey man let's just grow and well, let's just grow mm-hmm. and let's figure out like our own our own vibe our own execution and let's not put any limitations or restrictions or just any like pre pre notions of like what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. like just because someone else was 20 minutes didn't mean we oh yeah we gotta be 20 minutes or no mm-hmm. let's just be what we're gonna be and let it have its own identity and its own brand and its own culture and we'll, we'll gain our own audience for people that want to listen to it and Man, skipping forward a little bit of ahead, like we held our own content, then we started having guests, and this is where we get into the monetization mm-hmm. because, it's like, yeah, we don't have sponsorships, we've declined sponsorships, we don't do em. You not don't say, them. You don't have. Like, saying don't do them. There's
1: no YouTube pay per no. listen program. No, and like iTunes. we get, you know, we'll
0: get up to thirty thousand downloads an episode on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play, and we'll get like half of you on YouTube. We don't we don't mess with our YouTube yet. That's kind we of get a long like, play.
1: A percent on YouTube. Yeah, if yeah. you guys are listening. Yep. And we're our YouTube channel. Yeah, we are growing <laughs> <Subscribe>. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we
0: haven't really messed with that. Like, we've messed with our real estate one. Um, We're going to start giving that some more time this year. Um, But that was more of a long play of just making sure we had it. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not saying don't do sponsorships. I'm not saying that at all. But we just want to keep the integrity of what we were doing. But here's at least how- early
1: on, I would say do not do sponsorships early on. No. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: but, you know, where we've monetized is like the relationships of people we've had on mm-hmm. has grown our network and our business success exponentially. Mm -hmm. And it was because, like, yeah, man, people like being on podcasts. It also gives you an opportunity to just meet a lot more people. You know, like we had Greg McDaniel on our podcast after Mm -hmm. we were on his. He introduces us to someone. Those guys happen to be ninjas at YouTube. We were doing a ton of social media content. They were like, hey, that talent and what you guys are already doing should be over here. Yeah, let's have a conversation. We end up doing that and, like, growing a YouTube channel. Like, Mm -hmm. now we're teamed up with those guys at EXP and and – you know, we're growing our brand just as much as they're growing their brand and doing our thing. And like, man, that was life altering decision. And when we decided to make that decision, it was actually just before COVID when we decided to make the switch. Right. And like, hey, we're doing this. And we started diving into YouTube. And then right when we started getting into YouTube, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, and it was like, hey. So, and that's a That was an opportunity to like not do YouTube. Was like, Oh, should you go back to the safe side? Should you just keep doing what you're Are doing? Are going to be moving it all? Keep talking to your team. Yeah. Nope. And it was like, hey. All we do know is people are going to be at home, mm-hmm. and we've got to still be advisors, and we've got to still do a great job at just making sure that we're executing for people who are moving here, moving away from here, whatever it may be. So we didn't run from it.
1: Mm-hmm. We went
0: We went into the storm, and we literally created that project, and it was like, hey, during COVID, it was like, hey, dude, we show up for work every day, right? So we were working out of my basement at that time. We, show, we got our workouts in every day. We showed up every day, we were committed every day, and we grew that, and that was a huge pivot for us during COVID that's been life-altering, man. It's been a blessing, Mm -hmm. but it all came from having those guys on our podcast. Man, that reminds
1: me of a kind of like a Diesel Day moment in real life to where you and I, we didn't even acknowledge that the world was shut down. And you and I continued showing up every day. We never had a conversation about, hey, should we just keep a little distance? Should we just keep the families? Like, you know, you and I kind of had an unspoken mutual agreement that, hey, we're yeah. individually not going to go out and expose ourselves to weird,
0: unnecessary shit. <laughs> we don't shit. go out anyway. <laughs> like, I, I <laughs> yeah. stopped
1: going to jujitsu. Like, yep. I know that things were shut down, but there's also, like, underground things going on. Well, and on.
0: then jujitsu got, yeah, underground stuff. Like, like yeah. I didn't go to any gyms. I built out my yep. garage.
1: So um, we both kind of, like, Un- unspokenly didn't even have to ask each other just kind of like respectfully but man you and i fucking shut up every single day we didn't miss one single day yeah. of lockdown or like hey should we just not nope but we didn't even acknowledge it either we just hey diesel day one foot one foot one yeah. foot
0: yeah and i mean and it, and it was huge and and you know so one of the caveats is with real estate yeah you don't have to be around a lot of people Mm-hmm. You're looking at, you know, one or two people that are going to go look at some homes and things like that. So you can keep, you can wear your mask and, or you can keep your social distancing mm-hmm. or whatever you felt was going to make you safe. Or whether you liked it or not, there was some guidelines with real estate. We did get shut down and think for like a week or two where yeah. they just, you, you could still see the home, but you had to submit an offer and your mm-hmm. offer had to win before you could see it. And then once you saw it, if you didn't like it, you could yeah. fall the contract just like any other face. Ridiculous. It it was, yeah, but dude, was we just kept writing, but so, dude, yeah. People are lazy. Agents were lazy and weren't writing offers on homes. You and I were like They yeah. weren't going out. They weren't even going out. But you and I was like, Yeah, that's fine. We can oh, sure. you guys really like We'll just write the offer. Yeah. So we just that added workload, we didn't let it phase us. We just kept mm. doing the work. We'd see the home. They end up loving it anyway. All good. And then like a couple months in, we're like, dude, we're actually gaining traction. Yeah. We're picking up. Like, all right, well, let's keep being safe. Let's keep adhering to Real estate guidelines, whether you like it or not, that's just what it needs to be. And just comforts of clients. Some clients were certain ways. Some clients were a little bit more protective. Doesn't matter. They're your client. Make them comfortable, right? And and be in it for them. And then there's, you know, still here to guidelines. But it kept growing and we kept tripling down on our channel and teaching other people on our team on on how to do that and, Mm -hmm. and sharing it. But again, man, like it all came from that right so then all
1: came from our podcast
0: all came from a podcast yeah. the original relationships of the guys that we we decided to team up with and, and grow with and, yep. and now we're doing a, a lot of cool stuff we're gonna end up doing events with those guys um super cool dudes Jesse and Jackson good dudes and and we're so much different than them like we've got other value adds they don't they have some that we don't but what's cool is like between the four of us no egos Mm-mm. like everyone is just super cool with what they do and now instead of like being different we're just gonna create a lot of training and a lot of events together. And let everybody speak to their lane and be that subject matter expert, and we're going to attack this as a team, right? Which Mm -hmm. is awesome, man. I'm super stoked for that. But yep, started from a podcast. We kept growing, kept having more success, you know, with real estate. Kept talking about that more, and I was on the sidelines, like reaching out on Instagram. My Instagram started growing more, Um, so I was reaching out and networking with other people to have them on the podcast. So that was cool and. We've had a lot of close friends. I, I think that's what's been fun, man, is, like, we have a lot of, um, you know, we talk about Brian Shantosh, we've had Alex Chapman, we've had some other folks on where we actually learned a lot more about him. Like, I've known some of these guys for years, but having them on the podcast, we got to hear more about Alex's business, more about Tosh's world and Tosh's mm-hmm. business and what he's up to. And, and because just the nature of someone coming on, they're expecting questions. They're expecting conversation versus when you're just hanging out with someone. You just ask twenty questions about their business, like no, right? So
1: well, we had Eric Wood on last week, and he made a comment that well, I still think about. I mean, a whole week later, so I've thought about it frequently. So you're thinking about another and, guy. and right? he goes, uh, "I think about you first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he so uh, he goes, he goes, man, he goes. We've been talking an hour. He goes. I promise you guys know me more than a lot of my friends who've yeah. known me for 10 years.
0: But the nature of the podcast, like, you're expecting conversations. You're expecting to get personal. You're expecting mm-hmm. to open up and, like, hey, if I'm agreeing to go on a podcast, I want to be a value add. I want to go and I want to I want to pour into that audience the best that I can and give them something to, to take away, right? Mm-hmm. Man, and that's so cool. And so it kept rolling, and then, yeah, we had we had Amy Frisella on. We've had Sal Frisella on. Iron Cowboy. Iron Cowboy was on. Yeah. And was like, took the thought right out. I was, like, taking a breath. Man. Like you said it. He's a stud, and, like, guess how we met these guys? Well, I've been watching Iron Cowboy for years. Mm-hmm. Him and I would message every once in a while on Instagram, and then one day I just, ah, like, hey, man, I just love what you're doing. I've bought your supplements before and support what you're doing, and, hey, here's what we do. No stress, but, man, would you wanna? Would you ever want to come on our podcast and chat? He's like, absolutely, dude. It's mm-hmm. rock and roll. Like, And because it's through Zoom and stuff, right, Like, and we, we updated some of our programs where we could have somebody on Zoom that still look really good. Mm-hmm. It just expanded because the guy can sit at his house and give us thirty minutes to an hour, and it's all mm-hmm. good. And um, you know, we had, and here's here's a super important point too, like when we, we talk about the relationship. So, a, a big question I get is like, hey, how did you guys get Annie Frasella on your fucking podcast? And I'd say, well, I emailed him. They mm-hmm. <laughs> go, what? I go, well, yeah, on his website, there's an option. Like, think Annie would be a good fit for your podcast? Like, yep, yes. Email, <laughs> yes, So I it's did. like, really? Like, is that easy? Like, yes and no. I, I saw that and I didn't I didn't do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like the Ben Newman. Ben Newman was on. I met him years ago. Didn't ask him to be on for a long time. So let me explain these things. And this is where like you have to respect guys' level of success and where and you you can't just go shooting off at the mouth, inviting mm-hmm. every everybody in their fucking mom to your podcast, expecting someone to just say yes to you. But when I emailed Andy, you know, I was able to talk about like my military career and and government stuff and police stuff. And then I said, hey, here's how it's translated into business. Here's our accomplishments in business. And I was able to mention being in the, in the top 0.5% for Berkshire Hathaway. And here's where we've really translated this, man. And, hey, we're big fans of yours. We've utilized a lot of, like, what you say. And we've incorporated it into our business. And then here's how successful we are. Man, we would love to have you on to speak about that more. Mm-hmm. Was well, wife, she's the one that gets the, um like, the emails and stuff. And a couple of weeks later, she goes, hey, I've dug into you. And, and you check out. Cool, yeah, he'd love to have you. And cool, so we had him. And after the right as the show was ending, he was like, "Hey, you guys are just cool, motherfuckers, man. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you guys did a great job on the podcast, and you guys just seem like good dudes. I want to have you on mine." Mm-hmm. And that's just a testament to Andy being such a good dude, Hell wanting yeah. to spread the love. But he did say, once we showed up to St. Louis to be on his, he's like, "Guys, I'm on a lot of podcasts, but not of not a lot of them are very good, mm-hmm. right? But like when you, but we had put the time and effort into like holding a good podcast. So by the time a guy like him is on. We're prepared, and we had enough success where there's just context to even speak. And then, yeah, we were able to pull more out of Andy than most people. Well, it's because we had done work, man. Like, when you, when you speak that language of entrepreneurship and, and the real grind, man, it's like, there's just going to be a great vibe on the show, and yeah. it's going to bleed into, like, great questions. And we talked about depression and, like, the not-so-fun shit. Mm-hmm. And you know how you know that shit as an entrepreneur? Because you've done been through it. Yep. You don't talk about the hot. Hey, Andy, tell me how you hustle. Fake. Yeah. Right. But you don't know what else to speak to unless like you've bled for that shit. Right. And so we had that bond, all three of us on the show. And, you know, so he he invites us out. Backtracking a little bit, the whole Ben Newman thing. So Ben Newman is like your lead performance mindset coach for Alabama football, Kansas State, half the NFL, Major League Baseball, like Gandhi, everybody, dude, Mm -hmm. like politicians and phenomenal guy. You know, I was on a phone call with him through Gavin Ekstrom when Gavin Ekstrom heard we, we hit top 1%. He's a close buddy of ours. And he's like, dude, you're like this Jocko in real estate. Like, I got to introduce you to a friend of mine. He he used to be in, you know, mortgages and, and financial advisement. And now he's this for, for all these people around the world and sports. And you got to meet him because you're like this Jocko in real estate. And so he calls his cell phone number and Ben answers. And he's like, hey, what's up? You know, and hey, man, how you doing? Like, we had just hit 1%. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man. That's great Like hey what's your Instagram He was like hey I'll throw you a follow And got my eye on you Hey keep doing good things That was it He wasn't offering me a stage to speak on He wasn't offering me shit He was just like
1: Nor were you asking for anything nor,
0: nor was I fucking asking for it But I also knew like hey He's If he's gonna watch yep. He'll be around Like I'll be around And the introduction was great So we started following each other on Instagram And We'd hit each other up like once a month. It was like, hey, you know, like I'd say something on one of his posts or he'd say something back. Or if he didn't get back to me right away, he'd go, hey, man, sorry for the delay, but no, nah, it sounds great. It sounds like you guys are killing it and keep doing your thing. And, you know, and then I told him when we had, and he's good friends with Annie Frisella. So then when he was on ours, I told Ben about it. Hey, man, give it a listen. We'll just love to hear some feedback. But we had Annie Frisella and he's like, oh, great, cool. And then, hey, man, he invited us out once we were on his Hey, we were on Andy's, and, like, that was substantial for us when we were on Andy Frisella's Real AF podcast. And it wasn't until then where I just said, hey, Ben, man, we've been, you know, chatting for years. Um, I know you say you get a little bit more time when it's not football season. You know, I feel like we've hit some good accomplishments. And, man, we would love, we would love to have you on the podcast, and I feel like we're at a place with business where your message will be well received. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just thought that was cool. He thought the etiquette behind me, just not asking him right away because I'm, I'm going after his name to be on. Like, I felt like we had to earn that. Yeah. So there is some etiquette there, but like, you know, but if you look at like the, you know, the scale of it, like as we kept earning more, more doors started opening up. And well, so here's the deal. Now I'm on Ben's speaking team. Right? Like mm-hmm. I saw Ben privately for a week and he mm-hmm. pulled a curtain back on his entire business. So we're going to be taking that material and that approach into throwing real estate events. In addition to that, he also invited me to be on, on, his, on his speaking team, right? So now I'll be speaking outside the scope of real estate in addition to what we're going to throw in real estate. Sounds like it got monetized. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Right? So sure it's not, does. man, it's like it's not just that quick buck of like, oh, I need a sponsorship yeah. to like say, hey, eat Lunchables. You know, it's like, oh, I'll get a couple hundred bucks. Like that, I'm not saying that you can't make it that. Yes. But more importantly, where it's just the integrity behind what we wanted to do, the quality on how we wanted to do it. And then the relationships and the doors that opened for us along the way, but then just being true to those relationships and making mm-hmm. sure that we were also prepared and we were a value add for them as well. And we weren't just chasing them mm-hmm. for, uh, for Man, their name to be on our show.
1: For you and I, I think one thing that, you know, you and I just have a unique perspective on
0: um, that
1: benefits us so huge is you and I are never looking for this immediate direct ROI. No. Like, and I don't know if that comes from, for me, I think I learned that through fitness to where. Mine's ego. I, well, for me, like, I just understand that in, in fitness, like, man, my goals are five years down the road. I know I'm not going to go to the gym and then turn around and have results. Mm -hmm. I'm just used to like the, the act of doing something with seemingly no return over a long period of time. And then you look back and you're like, holy shit, look at everything I got from that. Explain, explain ego.
0: Mine's ego. Um, like when I got into real estate, you know, and where I where I started, and I was only there for a short term, but they were very big on like Zillow leads, Realtor.com leads. So you're doing that, but I wanted to build my own. I wanted to build my own network and my own be my own value add. I just didn't want to show up somewhere and feel like somebody was my boss. Not because I'm against bosses or against anyone having a boss. That's just not what I was in it for. Um, and they also like their model. You just weren't going to own a team or anything there. Mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. very quickly after crushing a couple deals, um. Like, one was, one was a, Zillow, a Zillow person, everybody else was my own sphere. So I started catching on it. like, hey, I'm doing, like, and I had learned a lot through when I was at that fitness company, Fit Republic. You know, like, my cousin Reese was our videographer, and we were already good at, like, storytelling and, and doing videography and, and some, some cool stuff. So I already had some ideology on, like, how I wanted to approach real estate. And mm-hmm. so, th- you know, that's when you and I kind of started linking up together. And when I branched away from that brokerage, I learned that, yeah, other brokerages don't have leads unless you're on a team. And Not that I was looking for them, but then I started learning, like, oh, all these lenders, like, buy realtors leads and this and that. And I was like, nah, man, like, I want the leverage. Yeah. So maybe it's egotistical. I don't know, but, like, I just wanted to build my own business and have my own sustainability. It's called smart business. But it's I just called, didn't want to owe yeah. anybody shit. Yeah. I wanted to work whatever with, with whatever lender I chose because they were really fucking good at what they did, mm-hmm. not because I was obligated to them because they were spending money so I can cold call people at dinner and piss them off. I wanted mm-hmm. to build my own sustainable business and go hunt for myself. So... You know, I think that's where like, yeah, man, maybe it's pride, maybe it's ego, but I I think in that lane, it's okay to have a it's like, smart it just, business as well. I'm it I'm is. okay with like the humbleness and like I know my audience. I know when to shut my mouth, I know how to be humble and if like people that know me, man, they know my intent is huge and they know I have mm-hmm. a big heart and they know I care and they know like I, I do everything I can for people, you know. So if you think that it's just ego, like you probably just at a certain distance from me and you just you don't know me that well. But I do think there's a just it's okay to have a healthy level of like ego or pride that you want to go build something for yourself. And it's, I'm not tearing everybody else down or talking shit to other people that do it differently. It was a me thing. It was big, but man, just, it it speaks volume. But so, so let me bleed that into the podcast. I mean, like because of how substantial we started solidifying our business Mm -hmm. and our team, we didn't need money from our podcast. Mm -hmm. We weren't getting into podcasting for the business of it. It was fun. It was engaging. We got to learn a ton from other people that were coming onto the show. Once they were coming on the show, we also got to pour into people because it's long-form content. So we got to speak for the first time. Everything we were doing that was working, we got to just have a voice for Mm ourselves and start expressing what was working. We started building our own fan base. Then people start coming on. But we were prepared for that. But our intent was pure because we weren't just trying to ride their name to grow a podcast to make a buck our real estate company was our backbone. This was something that was extra. And like now it's definitely monetized, you know, like as far as like where it's taking us in business, but it was never like the intent was pure. And it was truly just the eagerness of two business dudes that have fucking grinded that are excited to talk to other grinders and hear their day $1, zero story and where they're at now and everything in the interim. It was just pure curiosity and eagerness to give people a great show to be on. But then, Just, man, let our audience hear these people's value. add. But then more times than not, you and I are also taking that, those lessons learned and the the things that people have talked about in our podcast. And we've taken that for ourselves and ran with Mm -hmm.
1: it. Man, and that's, and let's turn that into a word of warning in case you're trying to come into the podcasting world without those intentions, right? Yeah. If this is not. It's
0: fucking hard. It takes a long time to get to where we're at Yeah, with downloads. you don't, you don't. And just, we're not the biggest. You just don't even, get
1: paid on podcasts. No. Like, it's not like YouTube where it's like, oh, it's hey, cool, time. we can monetize and people can run ads and then you get paid per views. And it's like, yeah, there are some people where it's like you can create a channel on YouTube in a niche and you're going to get views and you can get paid. Podcasts don't work that way. No. Not at all, guys. So if you're coming into this to, like, make money, not the way to do it, right?
0: No, and, like. Even if you get a couple of sponsorships, if you're not getting downloads and whatnot, like why would
1: someone sponsor you? Yeah, you have to get to a point where you're getting hundreds of thousands of downloads, or at least no, tens of thousands. There's some
0: at the micro, like four to five downloads, like you start But then you're getting paid about a
1: hundred bucks. I don't know.
0: I mean, but again, it's like not even a hundred
1: bucks an episode. But like, let's flip this. Take the yeah.
0: podcasting out of it. If you're coming into real estate because you can make a lot of money, yes, but because like if if that's your reason up front, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. and you got to be so great and dive in and commit so hard to actually make the money you're thinking of, I don't know if you're going to last. The so same
1: reason you don't go to the gym for a six-pack. Right. Good fucking luck. <laughs> Good fucking <laughs> luck. Right. Yeah. There's
0: just got to be more to it. Like, hey, could you find more to it along the way? So if your initial thing is, is the financial side, I'm, I'm not against that. Like, real mm. estate has a huge ceiling, whether it's investment, building a team, like, there's a huge ceiling. So if that's one of your strong motivators, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you also got to love being of service mm-hmm. and helping people and being committed because it's long hours and it's late hours. And there's a lot of commitment that you got to do to put yourself in and and, and, and your you come last
1: and like, understand it's going to take a long time again. Come back into fitness, yeah. man. I knew day one of real estate because I was coming out of fitness already like, like yeah. five years minimum before your shit, you know, and it's like oh, fuck, here we are, (laughs) you know?
0: No, it's true, but it's, you know, it's fun to just come on here. I know we're getting long-winded. I was going to keep it at 30, and we're clearly not at 30. Um,
1: (laughs) Hence why we have a podcast.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but I do not want to, like—
1: Guy mowing your lawn, you're welcome.
0: Yeah, but the biggest thing was, like, you know, it's a topic of discussion now, and now that it's popular, Joe Rogan makes Mm -hmm. $100 with Spotify. You know, I think a lot of them are going to fade because, yeah, it just it's not what you think, and there's a lot more commitment. But the bottom line is whether it's podcasting, you know, I love how it enhances a business. I love when you can have a foundation to build. Like we built our real estate company Mm -hmm. and we had a foundation and then the podcast was an extension of it where we could share our stories, share our success, Mm -hmm. but then invite other people to share their stories and their success on the podcast, which is why we didn't go real estate specific right away. We just wanted to hear people like we talk about this all the time in real estate, about how important it is to be a marketer and a brand builder and like, yeah, you have an emphasis in real estate. But your, your main, your degree mm-hmm. is in brand, mm-hmm. is in marketing, especially nowadays. So as much as like real estate's fun and we love it and we're going to start doing that, that secondary podcast, we didn't want to narrow it down to just realtors at the very beginning because it's like, hey, if we're a brand or if we're marketers or whatnot, like that's the new era, regardless of like what industry you're in, why don't we just get other influencers and, and entrepreneurs that are legit onto the show? Because I promise you, yeah, a lot of what Andy Frisella talks about applies to any business.
1: All of it. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, we've it. been
0: listening to that guy for years, right? Yeah. So, especially you. Yeah. I found out about him. His pod... Like, I knew about Annie because of the fitness world. I didn't know he had a podcast until you mentioned it years mm-hmm. ago. So, awesome. So, it was fun to, like, just give people a great perspective and, like, yeah, now that we're going to do this, this real estate-specific podcast, a lot of it, hey, if you're not in real estate, I still suggest you listen to it if you're mm-hmm. building a brand or a business or you're an influencer because a lot of it will apply. It'll mm-hmm. just have an emphasis on real estate. But it's just fun to, like shed some light and just show people like what it is but I still recommend like I don't I I guess we can't speak to our business is not podcasting we Mm -hmm. have one right and it does contribute to our business Mm -hmm. but I don't know how to grow it of just by itself right so Mm -hmm. I can't speak to that but man if you don't have one but you have a business that you love don't necessarily negate a podcast or a YouTube channel or other stuff because you think that well I'm a realtor or I'm a I'm a, I'm a general right. contractor or I'm this or I'm that so you think that like maybe podcasting doesn't apply to you because now it's so popular it just seems like a business in itself hey there's a huge way it can contribute to your business right mm-hmm. so man I was I would keep an open mind on it but then also just realize you gotta be consistent it's gotta be a great product so how you run your other business is you still have to approach this like it's, it's that
1: man and my last point I want to emphasize the dichotomy of speed Ooh. and patience and that, for you and I, that's always a reoccurring theme. We, yeah. you know, learn to being patient in the right areas, but then having speed in the right areas.
0: I, I, uh, it's brilliant that you say that, Eli, because <laughs> I just you. posted on my fucking Instagram about that today where I said, I don't care if it takes oh, me yeah. 10 years, just as long as there's no wasted time along yep. the way, right? Like, yep. that's and a what perfect that, way to put it. And it, it, what I mean is, like, I don't need everything to happen overnight. Mm-mm. It can take 10 years, you know, but like, if it could have taken five, there's a lot of wasted time along the way so what got accomplished in 10 could have could have been 5 like yeah that's a bummer so i don't i'm okay with however long something should take mm-hmm. but then when i look back at it it's like hey was there any wasted time like we were were we as proficient as possible and if you're as proficient as possible and you execute to the best of your ability for your ability in those moments along the way and then it took 10 years mm-hmm. sounds like you sounds like you were right on time yep. but if you wasted time and maybe you're not. So for me, it's like we're super patient in this game. We love building our brand. Mm-hmm. We love helping everybody else build their brand. And yeah, man, like this is the other thing that like I I have a question with people for. It's like you're so passionate about being an influencer or building a brand or whatever. Maybe like that you could do this the rest of your life, but like six months into it, you want to quit, <clears throat> or six months into it, like you're not where you want to be. So it's not worth it. It's like man, you want to do this forever, but you're already willing to quit. And you also got to understand, like, when you have a business like real estate where the ceiling is so high, you're not going to get there in a year. Mm-mm. No, like, Mm-mm. you're it's going to take you a long time. But like, are you in it? And whatever that goal is, I want to make ten million a year. Cool. But guess what? Along the way, your five, six hundred grand a year. is pretty awesome, right? <laughs> like, it's not just and most accomplishing people, that goal.
1: Most people saying that they ain't even making a hundred grand a year. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Right? Yeah. But we so.
0: speak to what we can speak to, and uh-huh. but it's been great, man. But no, like I I can't express enough when, when I say start a fucking podcast. Like, have quality, have something to speak to, have integrity, put your pride and, and your stamp on it and, and approach it the right way, but also understand, like, hey, just because podcasting isn't necessarily your business does not mean it's not going to contribute to the overall mm-hmm. business that you have. Or better yet, look at Joe Rogan. It wasn't his business. He was just doing it to talk to friends and do other stuff, but then it turned into a very lucrative business, right? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that what was not – A business by itself and it was contributing to what you're doing could eventually turn into something. But either way, like I think you guys understand what I'm getting at. If you've been thinking about it, you know, obviously you're thinking about it. If you're listening to them, maybe you think it could be something for you. Mm -hmm. Man, fucking get after it and just plug Mm -hmm. away and see what it turns into for yourself. But realize there's so much more than just the monetization on the surface of downloads and, and sponsorships where it could just extraordinarily benefit your life that you're probably not thinking of. And when you start seeing it through that lens, Hopefully that makes you commit and just man get fucking going. I like it. I like you. On that note, right on. I like you.
1: Day one dollar zero. Such
0: an amazing podcast,
1: Will. You're just such a good leader and yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're so, so pretentious articulate, right now, bro. So articulate. You're only doing I'm just throwing you some because, love. Because
0: you know, like dudes and I don't know, dude, they have to be bu- they have to be doing it because of that. And then, <laughs> of course hey, they are. let me let me say this though. It's I'm not saying that because you're not brilliant or you're not super <laughs> great at what you do like super. So I guess what I was really trying to say was like Sometimes guys that we know will say that to me because they're assuming that you would love more of the limelight and Mm -hmm. I'm like not giving it to you. And what I would love to tell them is like, hey, I understand because of your limited view why you might think that. It could not be further from the truth. That's not what he fucking wants. Matter of fact, like if I don't uphold a certain level of communication Uh or, or conversation on this or on everything else that we do, it wouldn't be there. Yeah, no. Motherfucker. Not at all. But like, then <laughs> if I say that, right, then it's like, oh, there's uh, fucking shit. Will, right? Like, <laughs> fucking. So I just go, yeah, cool. And I just uh, like. it's hilarious. Just takes it like, on to me later. I go home and like choke voodoo dolls and <laughs> shit at home. <laughs> oh, shit. That's no, hilarious. Man, but it's all good. They also love busting my balls, which is fun. They but, do. But, no, they man, do. It's, it's been a great time, and it's fun to kind of like reflect back on the, yeah, like, the podcast. Yeah, and everything yeah, like
1: going on. So we got some ecstasy to do, I think. <laughs> it's been a few years. It's been a few years. Might have to. Friday. Ooh, weekend Friday. I'm in Idaho. Yep. it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you guys have not checked out our YouTube channel, go to YouTube. Uh, hit Day One Dollar Zero. You'll see us there. Um, leave a comment. Like it if you like it. Hit the subscribe button. There you go. Yeah, it's on the drill. All right. We'll see you later, guys. Take care. Day One Dollar Zero. Out.
0: I'm going to slip it on down and turn it up Southbound and we're trailblazing, yeah, but And
1: a posse dirty, filthy like a spit cut